Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to share with you another route that the enemy waters into you to allow his hold of the seed of loneliness to continue to grow in you. Now, this route is called the root of fear. So let's just go ahead and define fear. Now, fear means to be afraid of, an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by expectation or awareness of danger. It also means anxious concern. Now, the scripture reference that I actually use to kind of combat that comes from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And it says, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. And again, that's coming from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, which I'm sure many of you have heard that particular scripture as well. Now, having a sense of fear can actually just keep your mental state in a place of instability and even uncertainty, thus preventing God from being in control of your life. Now, the enemy can have a strong hold of you with this particular route. He can guide you into having a victim mentality, which kind of causes you to lack confidence within yourself. You can either believe that other people have more power over you, or you allow the things or events that happen to you, maybe like in your past, to continue to rule over you. As a result, it can cause you to not seek out people or things that you may want or desire because of the fear that you have allowed to come into your life. Now, when the enemy has you in this mindset, it can be very difficult. I mean, really difficult for you to progress forward because your thoughts are crippled by maybe just several statements of the unknown. You allow maybe all the what ifs or the I don't knows or I'm afraid tos, those types of statements basically to kind of be your foundation or your guidance and possibly even your confidence that you lean on to keep you functioning from day to day. Now, unfortunately, if you're not living to your full potential, you are going to allow these types of statements, the what if statements to really be your guidance and it dictates to what you do. Now, also, if you allow a person to dictate to you, to control you, to manipulate you, to dominate over you, to rule over you, I mean, it could be many things, then you are basically giving them power over your life and you're living in a state of fear. If people know that they can control you, they will continue to do so. 
People can only control you if you give them that power. So please just be cautious in letting people see your insecurities and weaknesses, especially if they've already caused hurt or pain to you, whether that's in the past or maybe it's even in the present. God is wanting to guide your life and not them to guide you. You must be willing to give yourself permission to break a cycle if there really is one taking place. Now, there are many things that can keep you fearful. Many times, fear can be displayed in a relationship, but you can actually be afraid in many facets of your life. Now, as you probably know, some people have the fear of speaking in front of a large crowd. Maybe people have a fear of taking tests or getting on an airplane or maybe of heights. Or maybe even just certain animals like mice or snakes. Actually, I raised my hand on that one because I do not like either one of those. <laughs> now, there are many things that can cause fear to be in a person. And every person, of course, is just different on how they handle things. Now, even though I talk a lot about fear and dealing with relationships in the book, I don't want to even minimize those other types of fears that I just shared because they can really have an effect on people. Every person needs to be mindful of the stress that you go through so that you can remain in a good mental state. So if you do know your triggers, then you may be able to handle and even process them in a better light if you're keeping them kind of front and center to know what those things are. Now, some people actually live in fear of failure. Now, maybe you have not been able to get that job maybe that you wanted. And each time you applied, you weren't chosen. So it's kind of developed a fear inside of you every time you apply again. Maybe you are one of the ones that don't do well in taking tests. And tests can actually just be in school or maybe it's a driving test or maybe just anything that requires an exam for you to do. You can have fear and anxiety, and each time you take a test, you don't score well on it. So it causes you to not even keep pursuing your dreams because you simply know you don't do well in taking tests. And maybe you have even been in multiple relationships or even multiple marriages and now are hesitant to pursue any relationships because of your fear that your next relationship may fail. Now granted, I am not minimizing that each of these things are real life situations and they can happen and they can actually keep you discouraged. Now James chapter two, verses three through four says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Although it can actually just be overwhelming and probably exhausting to you, try your best not to give up hope on those things that you really do want for yourself. I know you may be tired of trying, but God is still in your corner. And as long as you are being guided by him, it will continue to prepare you for what lies ahead in your life. Now, another scripture actually to hold on to when dealing with the fear of failure comes from Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. 
And it says, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fail into mischief. And basically, you have to just keep getting back up again and don't stay down. Remember, you may be down, but not out until God says so. So just keep that in mind. Now let's go into a deeper direction since we're actually dealing with your identity. Now, let me ask you some questions. Have you ever just been fearful because of a person or a group of people based on their appearance? Now, some people, of course, are fearful of people who are of a different socioeconomic groups, maybe that are places where they live, or maybe it could be just their educational levels, or then, of course, some people are just fearful of people of different races. Now, many times, people base their views and opinions on how they grew up and what was actually instilled into them. Or maybe they actually heard things on the news or social media. Or maybe it's even just from people who are divisive in general. Unfortunately, if the information about a person or a group is negative, then everyone from that group may be portrayed and stereotyped all the same way, just because of what they read or seen or heard along the way. Now, let me add, just because someone may live in a deprived or poor neighborhood doesn't mean that all people that are in that area are bad people. And on the flip side, just because someone lives in a nice and luxurious neighborhood does not mean that all of them are good people. You can't define or identify people based on where someone lives or their race or their educational level or how they dress or anything like that. And more importantly, you should not display fear because of it. Now, of course, I do suggest that you use maybe some discernment and maybe even caution when you have come in contact with a person and an issue took place. And let me reiterate, when an issue took place, now, based on your interaction and conflict with them, let that be the reason for your concern. But please just don't start labeling everyone or even a whole group of people as bad just because you had a conflict with someone that may even look different than you or act different than you. Also, please try to take the time to understand or get to know people. It is not always as one-sided as you may think it is, because in general, it's really all sides. There are bad apples, like we like to say, in every group of people. Now, moreover, there are bad apples in man as a whole. So please don't allow the bad apples to define specific groups of people as a whole. Now, to add just one more point, in the midst of you feeling fearful of a group of people, Please, and I do mean please, don't pass those views and opinions down to your children. Be cautious on what you say around your children because they are like sponges. You know, they are watching and seeing everything that you do and say. And if your child does attack someone because of what they learn in the household or maybe even around you, then it's really on you for allowing your teachings to be crippled by fear 
instead of teachings on how to understand and how to relate to one another in love. So let me just ask you, when you have been maybe in a fearful state, have you been able to get a handle of it? Does it consume you to the point that it prevents you from moving forward? And also, are you living in fear now? And what's keeping you in that state? When you show that side of vulnerability, some people may try to control your life, even when they don't have control over their own life. Now, people do a great job in giving advice, but many don't follow their own advice. So just make sure that you're listening to what they say and ask the right questions so that you won't repeat just some of those same mistakes that you have made in the past. Now, in relationships, be cautious in revealing too much of yourself. Because what can happen is that some people's motives are not good and they will try to get a lot of information out of you and then they try to pretend to be someone that they're really not. They may even start trying out to be the person that you want them to be and then realize that they just can't live up to your expectations. Once you start to have problems, of course, then their true nature will follow and you will realize that you need out or you don't need them in your life at all. Looking at certain people and seeing that their life is better than what you have dealt with in the past does not translate to that being God's best for your life. So don't just give in to it just because it looks or sings better. Everything is not always what it appears. So just don't set yourself up for failure and don't jump into situations too fast because you really want to make sure that you're thinking out things clearly and maybe even screening out people in a better way. Take the time to proceed with caution and always just kind of start off as friends in the beginning. But more importantly, allow God to guide you in any situation, especially when it comes down to building relationships. Now, I'm going to actually have to finish this up tomorrow. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.